Matt. Jason, <laughs> hi, buddy. How you been? <laughs> Good, man. Um, it's it's been a it's been a little bit since we recorded. Yeah. Uh, let me. Okay. Here's my stupid idea that I had. Um, okay. I love records. I love pulling them out, mostly because okay. we we listen to records. We do listen to records. Uh, here's the thing. I have found that I'm okay with Spotify. Like, I'm you know here I am in the middle of this ridiculous moving process. Uh, right. We put everything in storage except for like the essentials, which of course is like all oh, my stupid music shit. Oh man. But not, I went through that last month. It's all not records. Just not having your stuff. Right. So I have clothes and this and that's it. Um, but uh, clothes, clothes in a podcast. That's all yeah. you need. But um, uh, fuck, where am I going with this? Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, I'm realizing like I'm okay with Spotify. I can get by, you know, listen to the shit I want to normally want to listen to. And that's, you know, the problem with it is that I think the navigation is not good. I think the interface isn't good. I sort of load it up. I'm like, what the, f- what do I want to listen to again? I don't, I don't sure. know. It's like, I'm back to that. I'm not annoying a Spotify thing. fan. So you don't, yeah, I'm back to that annoying problem where I have like binders of CDs and I'm going, I don't know what I want to listen to. I, I don't, there's nothing good. Whereas like what you need is a podcast where two dudes tell you about good records. Well, what I need is to have all those records on a huge shelf and then sort of go, I'll start here and this will make me think of this over here. And it's, so it's very like spatial or something to me. It's very like, sure. I know what section has this and hey, you know, what's missing from this conversation. Music. Right. Okay. Fuck. All right. What do we listen to this week? And then I'm going to finish what I'm um, talking about. It's very important. Yeah, we'll put on some music, finish what you're okay, talking about, and then right. we'll tell the people what we're doing. So my point to. is, I think, and I'm talking like 100 years in the future, when we've finally just given up on actual vinyl records and we've decided these are ridiculous. Nobody needs these, and nobody wants them, and whatever. It'll be a sad day. Let's imagine that's the future, and I'm okay with that, too. It's not a future I want to live but in. But the point is, I think what I would want still, and what's important to me is this tangible thing so i want a shelf and i was trying to describe this to molly and she was like this makes no sense but what i want is a shelf with basically you know the 12 inch by 12 inch squares but when i and i could flip through them and look and whatever and basically could pull it out and sort of mm-hmm. maybe press the button on it that would play it on spotify so like a large scale physical interface for spotify yes Yes, and that then I would say, maybe I would say, okay, I'm all right without all these records, as long as I have, okay. like, sort of that same. Concept. Yeah, you sound like a crazy person. Uh, <laughs> my name is Matt. I'm <laughs> Jason. <laughs> and uh, we started this podcast uh, to talk about <laughs> records that we care about, things that we care about, not having our notes in front of us, because oh, uh, sure. we've been friends since high school. Yeah. And we played in a lot of bands together, and music has always been. Well, you know what I think about too. Uh, this this canned intro we wrote maybe episode one, and I don't know. Do we need to say anything about our backgrounds at all, like music related, or just fuck it? We're just two uh, guys who gives a what shit. What I like about some podcasts is when there is a little structure, so you know where you are, even if it's repetitive. No, totally, I agree about structure. I'm thinking about like. Does it make any sense to say a little bit about our background other than we've been in bands and we've known each other forever? That's probably it, right? All right. What's the name of the podcast? It's called We Listen to Records. I'm not using that thing anymore either. It's really annoying. When I kept hearing that back, that like, 
<laughs> listen to records. I was like, oh right. god, this is awful. So I'm All done right. with that. What thing. are we listening Fuck to that. today? We listen to records. We listen That's to records. The name of it. And what record are we listening to? What's on the background? Well, Matt, you, yeah. I picked Milk Music Cruise Your Illusion last week. Yes. And here it Milk is. Milk Music's first or no. only full length well, album? It is their first full official full length album. They did right. that that self titled thing, I guess it was an EP, which I didn't realize. It's it's like got like seven songs on it, but Alright oh, guys, the, whatever um, you want. It's called that self titled one with like the wait, what's it called? Beyond Living. Oh, I'm an asshole. It is. You're right. It's the. It is. It does have a title on it. <laughs> and then, yeah, Cruise Your Illusion. Yeah. The full length. Which um, I remember. Let's just listen to a little yeah. bit of it. Give everybody a taste of where we're going because I. This is not like, you know, we listened to the Pixies last week, which I think everybody's probably heard, but yeah, I'm not sure yeah. everybody is familiar with milk music. So let's give a little taste. Holy shit. Intro to this album, Fuck yeah. which that's Cage Dogs Run Wild, the first track. Illegal and free. Oh, that's illegal and free. Yeah. Um, let me just read. I have a tiny quote. Yeah. The from Alex Coxon, who's the lead singer of this band, yeah. and uh, what he says is, "I'd like to think that with Cruise Your Illusion, the band is a prophecy. It's propaganda for counterculture. Propaganda to be wild." We just we also just like music a lot and we take it real seriously. <laughs> Fuck yeah, they do. I love the story of this band, man. Just that they were basically like living in Olympia, of course, four dudes. Yeah, how many bands are we gonna talk about from fucking Olympia Washington? Yeah, seriously. Four dudes who were like basically I mean Alex even says it like I I played guitar before but not seriously until this band. And basically mm-hmm. like uh, I think his brother played drums, and the two of them were like, "Let's sh- we're just gonna play 20, 30 hours a week," and we would hit points where we're like, "Hey, that's really good. That that sounds like Husker Du, or that sounds like uh, I forget the other uh, like Meat Puppets or something." And they were like, sure. "Cool." So then they just sort of kept building on that and building on that, and 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 he says he recorded that Beyond Living like numerous times before they were finally happy with it. Yeah, um, it's it's going to be this. I should just let our audience know this pod is going to be a little interesting because we're probably going to end up talking about both Beyond Living, the short LP, yeah, and Cruise Your Illusion. Yeah, right. Um, I don't know. Do you have Beyond Living racked up available? I could. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, me. I do if if we need. Tell me if you want. It's it. it's hard to talk about one without the other because I never really listen to one without the other. Yeah. I just kind of put on milk milk music if, and let it go. If you want milk music, you want it. You you want it. <laughs> you want it I all. Mean, this band for me I, has such an interesting sound, and yeah. they stray into territory that I I shouldn't like, but I I really do. Like they they invoke for me sort of um, what would you call it? Like uh, 
sort of hippy dippiness or whatever drug culture, yeah, like right. kind of nineties wannabe hippie stuff. Well, well look at but look at the, the perfect example is look at "Cruise Your Illusion." I mean, the title Cruise of this fucking your record <laughs> is like fifteen years too late, but it's hilarious. Yeah. It's like yeah, they don't give a shit. They're kind of a little bit coming from that era, going yeah, whatever. "Cruise Your Illusion." We're we're making a reference to uh, Guns N' Roses. Why not? Sure, let's do it. And it's not. It well, seems and, like and what's great too is, is, I mean, if, if you if you're not familiar, the Cruise Your Illusion came out in 2013. It's only five years old, right? But it sounds weirdly timeless. Yeah, sure. Um, well, in in a lot of ways, I, I almost on. liken this to um, what were those two like country dudes? Um, uh, oh, I don't know. Dreamin' Wild. Oh, yeah, was that okay. record that we sure, listened to? Sure. Donnie <laughs> Dreamin and whatever. Wild, yeah, Donnie like, and Joe Emerson. Like, I almost feel like milk music is kind of that. Like, they're <laughs> they're getting these influences and they're just putting them together in ways that are not necessarily coherent. <laughs> sure, I mean, I to me this sounds like a real like Dinosaur Junior. I've always sort of liked them peripherally. I never put on a Dinosaur Jr. record and I'm like, and I've tried numerous times. I've tried to like Green Wagon or that era, like 90s era, like there's some good stuff in there, but it never, it never struck me. I never, you know, but I, I like Jay Vasquez. I, I like that. Sometimes I like that super guitar rock. I think, I think at the time I was on the Blue Barlow camp so i was like yeah. fuck dinosaur junior yeah, he's an asshole. The, uh, you know uh, but like the, was it sebado yeah 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 together but it's like oh who cares i mean these they're both fine um sure but milk music to me sound like a really good version of like alternate universe dinosaur junior with sort of like i guess i just i like this style of I love this guitar. I love the guitar sound. I love how yeah. front and center it is and like screeching over the vocal. Like the vocal is so buried practically. And it's just well, like that classic rock sound. Very like, unconventional. I mean, to say yeah. the least, his his vocal yeah. stylings are are strange. Yeah. <laughs> I do think if anybody out there is listening to this for the first time, when we play a few more tracks in a minute. Like it, it does take a moment to get acclimated to his style of singing because it is not conventional. Yeah. I mean, is that I mean is that true for you so. or is that just me? I guess I you know I feel like it's like a um, who sounds like this uh, only in the way that it is like a buried vocal, like it's not yeah. the the main sort of focus of the song in a way even though Which I know very, he's like, I mean if you told me this album came out in 92 where oh, yeah. you have bands like the Poster Children and Hum yep. and you know like like where that buried vocal sound even Sonic Youth at sure, that point sure. that buried vocal sound was really trendy and really cool right. and the sort of you know Jesus and Mary Chain wall of noise thing was going on right. that's why I think this band is such a weird anomaly they like are. they're doing all of these things like 20 years too late yeah or they just you know yeah, right like they are the Donnie and Joe Emerson of kind of early 90s grunge where they sure. were just trapped in amber they loved this stuff they didn't even form a band until 20 years later right because they're probably they're our old, age right? like, I mean, that's the thing they're probably as old as you know they're, I think they're in their 40s sure and they maybe were in other bands and then they were like you know what I still like the, that that era of rock and uh, let's fucking play it, and who cares? 
And that is the best story to me. I mean, there will never be anything wrong with that in my book. Honestly, even if it's garbage music, I'm like, hey, yeah. man. Well, good, it's but also good on you. in a lot of ways, like how many middle-aged suburban dads can you think of that are in like rock bands that play local clubs or whatever? I know oh, a bunch cover of dudes bands. who cover, love yeah. this style of music and bands. like go out on Friday nights and play at a bar or something and do their version of the music they wish they'd heard in the 90s. What I think is interesting about Milk Music is they they're actually innovating on it, right? And putting out like really solid records. Yes, yes, right, right, right. That's true. Because listen, I right. There's plenty of bands our age who are playing bars, doing covers, and and stuff like that, and it just makes me want to just die. But right. or even originals. Well, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how they make it seem uh, easy in that way <laughs> like well, like um, oh yeah let matt let's do it let's do this <laughs> let's throw on i want to say okay. so my favorite track on this album is no nothing my shelter right, which see. i i want to talk about but i also okay. want to save that as the with like the full oh, play the out end. at the end okay, okay. um so one other than that track why don't you pick any other track and let's listen to a little music i'm gonna do i've got a wild feeling do it I just have to say, right? Just I'll start this over again. But listen to how this song just fades in. Yeah, they were, they were in the middle <laughs> of playing this. That's how we start this. Let me, let me start this over. Hold on one second. It's just it's an interesting start. Ah, uh, yeah. I just want to say, just listening to that right now, I've. This is what I love about this band is that you, you hear that melodic lead guitar, right? It's like this just screaming, fucking soloing over this almost shoegaze wall of just you right. know distortion, and right. And That's his, the the Husker Du influence, totally true for sure. And I'm and I'm I'm there with them. And again, this is where I think they're like love Husker Du. They they're incredible in their time context etc but they are like taking that for me to like a slightly a better level at least in the way that and i'm not saying they're better than who's could do just chill out fucking relax everybody (laughs) just that like i like how melodically he's a real vocalist in an interesting unique way like bob mould but he's more melodic Sure. And well, it's funny. While we were listening to that, I pulled up the Wikipedia page to see who produced this record. Because yeah. I was like, oh, you know, maybe they had a really great producer, yeah, or right, they were on right, a really right. great label, right. or like some clue as to uh, 
uh, an engineering genius who could put this right. together this way. Right. And according to Wikipedia, the producer is just milk music. Yeah. So like they just they just recorded this. It's unclear where or how or under what circumstances. Well, but like like this is this is coming from the band itself. This is the sound that they have no, crafted. Absolutely. There's not like an engineer. And that's yeah. Building I was gonna, this for them. I was gonna say. So I really appreciate the way his vocal lyric melody does not follow that guitar melody at all in a weird way like right. even you can just hear that like that the guitar melody is going a certain way and his vocals sort of follow it go the opposite way and not even be in the same time i don't know how right. you would sing and play this simultaneously <laughs> yeah um, well i don't i mean looking at the um one or two there's only a one or two music videos or live performance oh, videos that I, I was able to find on YouTube at all. Wow. Well, um, okay. And yeah, the, go on. The singer guy doesn't play an instrument. He did. At least when not when I seen. saw him at uh, 285 Kent, they, he definitely did. He was playing. Oh, he did. Guitar. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe that's just videos. Sure. Something. The only official air quotes official yeah. music video I saw was for Know Nothing, My Shelter. The song will end this podcast. With. Okay. Um, have you seen this thing? No, no. It's on YouTube. I'll post it on for our listeners. I'll post it on the Facebook page when this episode comes out. It looks like it's shot in Super 8 or you know, has a filter on it to make sure. it look like it's oh, Super 8. Weird. Like It looks it like sense. like a freshman art school yeah. film oh, project. Gosh. And they're like in the desert somewhere playing this song, yeah. doing like spiritual rituals with crystals. Yeah. Oh my God. See, okay. Let me just, I, and, I just, and the I gotta dude, go. He's doing this weird, God damn it. like God damn it. hippie, no. weird leg dance, All right, prancing listen. around thing. Like, like honestly, it was, Son it was, but at the same time it was dark and fucked up right. and I didn't know how to deal with it in the same way that I don't know how to deal with this album, yes. which does all of these things that I normally would hate, call like it songs about smoking weed yes. and like hippy dippy shit. Well, and at the same time, I love this album. I can't, I can't square that circle. I was, well, I was looking at the lyrics and they actually work a lot for me in that they do, they are, they do actually, they are trying to say something. And they yes. do have like an actual message there, which I think is kind of interesting with this style and the the story of them. But uh, just sort of about that idea of like freedom and something like there was a, a lyric that was something like, as soon as they say your name, like run or something like that. And that kind of was yeah. like interesting in that as soon as like you can be defined or pigeonholed, then fucking get out of it. It, or that's mm-hmm. how I took it, and I just think they have like really kind of interesting ideas there that that are very, I mean, at least thought out vocal, lyrically. Sure. It's not just sort of like, well, no, I, don't know. I mean, if you you know the the song that we start off with, illegal and free, right, right, yeah, 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 perfect. Which that's is perfect. very much it's. I mean, it's about like, legalizing marijuana, but me. it's also about and sort free. of like like the the school to prison pipeline. Like they they are making political statements. Yeah. a lot. Here. Well, I I sort of took the way. When I when I hear that song, I take it as like backwoods uh, Washington. You know, don't fuck with me. I'm illegal and free. Like, right. uh, I'm off somewhere the grid. between hippie and militia. Like, right. Like I'm off the grid. I've got my fucking collection of guns stashed around my house. Right. Uh, I've got my weird like broken ATVs and like pickup trucks. You know, right? And like, yeah. Bullshit it's, I in mean, my yard. I guess it's it's contra- <laughs> It's a lot of contradictions. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's what I makes think that's it really specific. interesting to listen to. I think that's that part of the country for sure. Yeah. 
is is that well, hippie funny, culture I'm looking, combined? I'm just poking around the internet as we're talking. Yeah. I found this. Um, it's on the Wikipedia page, but it's also on, in this interview. So um, these guys often get compared to the band The Men. Yeah, sure. Um, I, I listened who, to them at the same time. These two records. Yeah, they, they, they came out at the same yeah, time. around this, the same. This album yeah. and The Men's uh, New Moon came out at yeah, the same time. Yeah. Um, and we should definitely do The Men on this podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Listeners, if you don't know The Men, go get them. Some great stuff. Another strongly like Husker Du influence band. Well, um, okay. They're weirdly problematic because that first record is fantastic. And then I don't know where the fuck they go, man. They went, I bought they a couple of their shit. records yeah. that I was like, what is this? Even, yeah. Did I fuck up? And there's another band, the men, this is the same record label and this is garbage. So yeah. beware the, the one. I mean, if you're going to go sample them, first. get an album from the men, get the one. <laughs> get that first oh, one. What's it called? Open your heart. Yes. That's, such that's a good the album. one. That's the one. That's all you need. That's such a good album. That's it. But anyway, I just want to read this quote. Sure. Um, so the quote is from Enemy, and it's talking about uh, the men's new moon, okay. and then Cruise Your Illusion. Okay. And the quote just is, the highs on the men's album are higher than Milk Music's, but Cruise Your Illusion is the more cohesive statement. Yeah, right. I, and I think that's really interesting because it is it is a statement album in, yeah. in an interesting way. Well, it's one of those records that's like, there's more there if you want it, right? Whereas the yeah. men, I did feel like, I mean, I can see this looking back and just my experience with it is great, a great record, very great, great tracks, but uh, yeah, but that's it. I mean, I don't see like ever looking up those lyrics, which I did to this record and was really surprised, you know, like, like you, you get, you catch those little pieces but if you're actually looking at the whole, and, and like, why would you do this? I don't know. But like, <laughs> still, there's like something else there, kind of. Anyway, well, I we listen it. to records. Let's um, cruising with God is a great track. Why don't I right, listen to that one? one? Let's see. Cruise your illusion with God. Cruise your illusion with God. Oh yeah. I love too that they seem to get like a really great fuzz crunch sound every track, but like slightly different. I don't think that they ever stick to a a sound. If you want, I mean that sounds dumb because they do have like this kind of pretty uh, cohesive sound. But but I mean I, I feel like every track has like a, a sl- it's just a little different flavor of 
crunch and fuzz and thickness. You know what well, I mean? They're they're playing with sound in interesting ways. Yeah. Like um, in the track that we're just playing right now. First, the thing I'd like to note is how he's like shouting and howling <laughs> over the guitar solo. <laughs> yeah. Which I thought was really like that's awesome. Like that's how you know they don't have a producer in the yeah, room. Right. Yeah, <laughs> no right. engineer or no producer would ever let that yeah, happen. Yeah, but it, it gives this track something that makes it unexpected. But then my favorite moment is he's playing that sort of noodling, <laughs> yeah, kind kind of weird like guitar solo <laughs> over it, and then all of a sudden it splits out into this like tritone effect. Yes. Yeah, and I love that moment because Man. even though the note is continuing and the solo is continuing, it's like this signal that the song itself has like moved to a new moment, yeah. and it's really like elegant and yeah. complex in a way yeah. that um, like a, a lot, lot of bands here. that do this sound really are not not capable of those subtle, yes. beautiful, elegant transitions. Right? There's there's so much here in that, uh, and again, like, do you chalk it up to just them in their own world or? Or have they just studied so much that they're now able to like move on? You know, it's a weird. That's a weird. Um, well, I'm gonna go entirely yeah. on like faith and hope here. Yeah. Sure. I I I love to imagine that these guys are just like in a cabin in the woods, yeah, living their life, ignoring everything that's going on, yeah. and just kind of like Donnie and whatever his name was, like <laughs> Donnie and Joe, yeah. just like pulling things out of the air that are meaningful and assembling them in new ways. Like I, my fantasy is that these guys are like trapped in Amber and, and completely isolated. I don't think it's true, but right. I, I just, I like that idea that this is this sort of organic like collection of what happens if you put a lot of people on a lot of weed in a garage for a well, long time. And, and they stopped listening to music in high school. Like their references never went any any further right. than like what they listened to the alternative stuff they listened to in high school. I, mean, no, I want to believe that how too. Did, how was this too. produced in 2013? Well, here's the, here's how here's how this is this is a quote from the bassist uh, that I found Dave. Dave Harris, who says like basically we recorded this at a at a studio in called High Command in Olympia, and they basically recorded on a four track half inch tape. So, so they recorded like you know one mic was a guitar, or two right. mics were guitars. One was the drums, and one was the That's bass. That's some very limited right? recording options. You record that, and then when you're done, you take that tape and you do stereo out into another four track, and you have two more tracks for vocals. Right, and that's it. That's how they made this record. And I was like, fuck, they didn't have. No, they just did that. They just went into the studio, had some time. I don't know how long, and they just did that. And just pounded it out. Yeah. And that's like, well, again, it's like, this is our vision. And I mean, when you're, when you get those things, like you're talking about, like when you get weird, like we're just going to fade into this song and we're going to end this song when you could have definitely gone on with a few more choruses or we're just going to like the directions these songs take are so weird. And uh, I think that only comes from like again just being like well this is what we want to do we have no outside influences I mean I really that is you know it's a weird again that's what I was going to say is there's a weird um, like I think I fight that concept a little bit It create creatively is like do you just go off in your own world and do your own thing and go yeah that's going to be good or the collaborative process you combined with somebody else is what makes this more sure. interesting you know it, it's i don't know well it's it's interesting last night um 
you know, today's Monday, so we're talking about a Sunday night in the summer. But one of my best students emailed me yeah. saying he was he's working on the script for his thesis film. Yeah. I, I I run a film department, and um, you know, his big concern was that his inspirations, his influences, the stuff that he's watching, yeah, um, were he felt they were turning up too much in his script, and he was w- worried. How do I separate my like script and my ideas from my inspirations? Yeah. And basically, my answer to him was sort of like, you know, own it at first and then edit it out over time. You can't really separate it. You're s- yeah. You I mean, every, like, crazy you know, think you can. every artist we say, oh, so-and-so is influenced by so-and-so. Of so-and-so course. is inspired by so-and-so. This band likes that band. Own band it. Own like it that, that you've, like, know about other shit, right? So, I mean, I think with, with Milk Music and with this album, what I like about it is they're just like, we're pulling all this stuff in. We're inspired by all this shit. We're not copying or ripping off or covering anybody. We're just taking it, synthesizing it, right. and doing something that's ours and weird and way out of time and space. And like the sound is just slightly off from what you'd expect of somebody. Like if they were slavish devotees of Husker Du. Yeah. That I, I don't like. Honestly, right. the men kind of creep a little too close to that for me. <laughs> okay. Um, like it's fine. I enjoy it, but it's like, oh, your influences are showing. Whereas with Cruise Your Illusion, like it's all there and I know exactly what they've been listening to and I know exactly what they're inspired by. Yeah. But I get a I get a new experience. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Right. No, it's true. And a lot of that really does come down to his the crazy lyrics, the crazy vocal styling, the way that they're just not trying to do conventional vocals over this kind of music. I like. Yes. And and uh, I was going to get into this too. I keep forgetting is the the whole record label thing. I mean, I know like uh, that's a huge like in everything I'm reading about them was basically like they were like, "What do you need a label for? We we set up a website and we're going to sell our record and it's self published essentially." And uh, I don't know how far that got them. Honestly, I think eventually they ended up on Fat Possum Records, which I think they were basically like, "Look, guys, do what you want to do. We'll handle the like digital side, which they never sure. dealt with." They were only like, we're putting out our LPs, <laughs> we're putting out vinyl, <laughs> which I love. But it's like, guys, well, you might want to record. Out you might want to put you shit can out get on only Spotify. On SoundCloud right is now. it really? Yeah. Oh, see, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with them it, lately. It's, it's, it's been an a few LP. Years. I guess it's like six songs. Um, it's on. Is it's on Bandcamp. 100 CC. I guess or? you can get it on Big Cartel. Okay. Um, Anyway, yeah, anyway, like, I love you know, that follow up. I love that their philosophy was fuck record labels. People are, you know, record labels are coming up. We don't give a shit, fuck them. We're going to do it ourselves. And then Alex even says like if we cash out with like 15,000 at the end of this, we're a success. And I was like, <laughs> "Oh my god. They have like such low expectations." It's amazing yeah. because yes, record record labels are have been douchey. There are good ones for sure in the world these days. And what they're going to allow you to do is at least, I mean, playing live is the model for having a sustainable financial sort of situation. So you need a label to just get fucking get it out there and then go play live forever. Go play fucking. And I don't, I don't know anything about anything here. Bonnaroo and all that shit. They're in Olympia, home of Kill Rock Stars, and they're not on Kill Rock Stars. And I don't know what that means, but it's interesting. You know what? I think I think it just goes back to like they wouldn't exist if they didn't have this crazy vision of the band, which included. 
putting out their own shit. You know what I mean? It's kind of like sure. a self-defeating like prophecy right, right. because they would if they wanted to be on a label, they wouldn't sound like this. So right. it, I love them again in that way that they're just like, but fuck you, it. Here's our I mean, video that we made on from, the Super from 8. From what you know about what the Kill Rockstars label has put out right. over all these years, do you th- really think that KRS would step on this sound? No, 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 no. They would do they would do this justice completely. But I think in his in his mind, why should I give oh, somebody fifty percent? It's, it's not it's not real. It's it's like imagine. It's a totally. It's so I yeah. I know there are labels. I mean, I guess back to the quote. It's a prophecy, right? <laughs> the yeah. quote I started this whole. There thing. are labels out there that completely treat the artists with respect. I mean, listen, Arcade Fire is still on Merge Records. True. That's that says a lot because. I mean, you know, a, a whatever Grammy-winning fucking mm-hmm. million sold, they could do whatever they want, but they're still with Merge Records. So there are labels out there. KRS, absolutely one of them. Olympia had, you know, I mean, Sub Pop is sure. even around there, which is maybe debatable. So there, let, uh, let's let's listen to another track, and yeah. then I want to share a little story of of yours and my history with this band, because okay. I think it's fun. Um, but uh, go ahead and pick something. Um, let's listen to a little more music. Let's listen to. New lease on love. Uh, I got a new lease. On I got love. a new lease on love. structure of it yeah I mean it is if there's a moment where you kind of think like oh these guys are just doing something wacky or they're just um, kind of mimicking who's could do or whatever yeah like the, the breakdown in the middle of that song oh yeah is is where suddenly the vocals and the guitar align yeah yeah and they slide down and they slide down again yeah. and they slide down one more time and then we just come back in with the rocker yeah it's like so clean yeah and like it really, if you if there's ever a moment where you're like these guys don't know what they're doing, <laughs> that right there is just like no, we're we're just cluing you in that we actually have the skills. Oh yeah, 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 absolutely. No, it's it, it's yeah. Again, it's I have to 
agree with their approach of isolated in a backwoods cabin doing what they want to do and and having yeah and, and, and resulting in a weird blend of like spirituality and punk rock maybe right. I don't know not not that like I mean just looking at the, it's funny because I was reading a sort of translated Spanish interview where the the there's so lost in translated questions but they're like they're really getting into like so when you say f- wild do you really mean free and is freedom like a construct and blah 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 and 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 yeah. he completely follows it and he's like oh yeah there there's like a lot of you know I'm really dealing with these issues and I was like oh my god this like yeah. he's really like <laughs> like he's no really this this is the I mean this is probably the most philosophical yeah. album we've talked yeah. about on this podcast it's weird right I mean I never I'm not saw sure them I'm like into that. the philosophy all no. the time but like if you really want to you know smoke a joint and you know <laughs> contemplate the universe yeah. this is something to put on in the background I guess. <laughs> but the, yeah, this album. Well, I don't know. I don't. Know. I, I guess I can't say that. But yeah, for me, it's maybe like let's get fucked up and and sort of like pontificate about weird bullshit around actually, a campfire. You know it, it is it like that's like, what this it record feels is. Feels like the result <laughs> of like a couple stoners sitting around and arguing about life, and then like <laughs> being smart enough to write it down and turn it into good music. Right. I get, yeah, that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know. My my idea of where that comes from is, is probably fucked up because I live yeah. in an East Coast city and don't, well, I mean, don't like, like nature. Four, four, at least four of the songs that I can count on this album talk about smoking weed. I don't I don't feel like it's you <laughs> no, know that's, no, to bring that's, that up. That's in not the at all the because they do thank their weed dealer, by the way. Remember, I, I think I said that when I was looking at the vinyl. It's like... <laughs> they thank him on the back of the record, not just yeah. like on this inner sleeve. It's like, oh, weed dealer, Bobby, whoever. It's like, well, and it, like a couple episodes fuck? ago, we did Built to Spill. Yeah, right. Who I've always associated with Stoner Rock, but it's like, yeah. you know, like you pointed out, there's a gap. Like that's an association, not right. like a direct thing. Like they literally have a song yes. on this album called "Illegal and Free." Right, and they thank their pot dealer right. on their. I feel like it's okay. <laughs> Oh, and there's, I think there's like pot leaves all over the Cruise Your Illusion uh, cover, right? Like it's sort of yeah. like, yeah, yeah, or whatever. I don't know. But, but that's the funny part about them is, is they do take themselves seriously, but they're also like, you know, black lights, fucking whatever. Well, like bell bottom pants and long, you know, yeah, hair and whatever. Or just like they're trapped in like, uh, sort of like, uh, uh, 70s classic rock. Sure. But also hippie stoner, um, kind of mashed together, right? Like, like, like. It's funny because I was listening, I was watching or reading something about them playing like some kind of uh, big, you know, festival show, and they were like, "Fuck all of you guys, kill yourselves." Oh, <laughs> like, and I videos get this on YouTube. I get, is that the one? And I get there's, there's one. Okay, yeah. and I get the feeling that they like they're and one. Of they those, just turn their back on the audience. Yeah, they're one of those bands where if they knew I was a fan, they'd probably be like pissed off and like, fuck that guy. What an asshole. I'm going to kick his ass. And like, funny. A long time ago, I tried to look them up on YouTube. (laughs) And the first video that came up is them playing, it's on the back of a boat? Like like one of those like, like, like Like a party cruises that goes through some harbor. I don't know. But they're on the back of the boat. And like before he even plays the first song, the singer's like, yeah, it's not going to be a good show tonight because our guitar player got arrested. (laughs) 
That's the thing. And I was like, I this is literally like the first fucking... thing I find of them on YouTube. I was like, okay, oh, wow. I just want to talk about this cover for a second. This is a perfect example. No one, I mean, this is one of those covers that's like, are we fucking with you? Because it's like a pencil drawing. It looks drawing. like it's drawn by an eighth grade girl. Right. And like we did like this a, in like art an class. Like an eighth grade goth girl. We did this in art class and we like in like 10 minutes and isn't it crazy? Look, it's like this thing is melting into this other thing and there's like this demon face and if you, If you stars. don't have it in front of you, if you're listening you're to like, this because this is a podcast which isn't visual, <laughs> imagine sort of black and yes. white like pen and ink drawing yep. of like kind of shitty drawn stars <laughs> yes. and like a weird cat and moon like and some point, sort of flying there's like leopard a, unicorn thing but it's like it's drawn like like eighth grade right like there's like a, on there's the back a of your crying moon and uh like sort of an owl wolf pumpkin faces and then there's like a pointillist person it's like just yeah. a mashup of it's doodles. It is it doodles. Is, yes. It's the it front a, it of doodles. It's the front of like a trapper keeper, which again. But, I mean, but there's something about. I mean, the album is called "Cruise Your Illusion," which <laughs> exactly. you already pointed out is like a late '80s Guns and Roses record yep. called "Use Your Illusion." Yes. That's such a like random reference. It really is. What are you talking um, about? <laughs> and like, you know, are we talking about cruise in the like '90s, like? gay culture sense are we talking about cruise and just driving around We're like, what, what use of the word cruise are we using there's no yeah. clues yeah 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 no oh. I, I i love them for all of those dumb things that nobody would do and right. they're sort of just owning it because that's they are who they are well, and, whatever I mean, if, if anybody's you. wondering how jay and i have arrived at the conclusion that this is a band that like is separated from everybody else it's like in a cabin on their own like each one of these layers is a clue to why we would think that <laughs> like the album art is random yeah right <laughs> the album title is random like they're, they're kind of just it's, things that you would come up with as throwaways it's and they un- all just end up together because nobody said no <laughs> i don't want to compare this to uh but it's a it's a little bit like <laughs> like Donald Trump's tweets there's no filter there's no one like looking this over or checking your work nobody and and sometimes that can work in a really strange way where you're like uh, maybe given a real insight into the fucking bonkers world that they live in you know what I mean because it hasn't been filtered in any way so milk music for that I salute you. Ten guns up. Ten. Let's can- listen to ten one more cannons. track. Okay, yes. Not the one that's currently playing okay. because that's what we're going to play oh, out fuck. on. Um, I don't know. Pick something else that we haven't How heard yet. Run away. Here we go. Run away.
Walker. It's a good, good one. So, Jason, I'm going to do the disclaimer. Am I? Am I going to do the disclaimer? I think I'm going to do the disclaimer. Which is, we love milk music. We love what you're doing. But uh, we don't have the rights to play this music on our podcast. And we're not looking for trouble. So please don't sue us. If you want us to take it down, just email us. We are uh, records at harveylovesharvey.com. And, uh, you know, you can just let us know that you want us to take it down. Let us know that you're unhappy that we talked about your record on the internet. Um, Jay, Yo. you there? Yeah, buddy. What's our what's our social media situation? These okay, days? we've got a Twitter, which is at we listen the number two number one. Send us a tweet, or you could send an email to records at harveylovesharvey.com. We also have a phone number that is uh, you can look in the notes section of the podcast on iTunes or Stitcher, and it has the number in there. You can just hit it, call us up, leave a message. Give us an idea for an album. I think maybe we'd be into that at this point. We're also, uh, we listen to records on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And we listen to records on Facebook yep. if you are old. If you're old. Um, <laughs> fucking Facebook I don't anymore. know what's uh, going on with that shit. All right. I have to say, I don't, I don't do the Twitter. And starting this that. podcast has forced me to be on Twitter. And it just makes me annoyed. It's weird, but I li- I and like I, the, I don't yeah, like Twitter. anyway. It's weird. It's se- yeah. I like it better anyway. Who cares? <laughs> so this week, bud, I yeah was the one who picked Milk Music's yeah. "Cruise Your Illusion." Well, no, which I means it is it. your turn to put out three choices. So here's my three. Are you from. ready for this? I'm yeah. I'm just listen. You can't you can't make me do. I'm not gonna follow any rules. Fuck you. You got it. Matt? Uh, I do, fuck you. I won't do what you yeah, tell me. Exactly. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you the three records I want to talk about, and you're going to pick you one know, of I, them. You know, I'm, I'm okay with this. <laughs> I feel like a little transparency in the Trump era is what the world needs. Oh, I want to go into this eyes wide fucking okay, open. What okay. do you got? Well, uh, and I, I might not do this in the future, but I'm going to do it this time. No, I'm, I'm, I've been thinking for a while that the mysterious clues oh, are... Oh, I see. That's what was right, fun, stupid. but like, okay. let's uh, all right, all right. let's go into okay, this. Okay, all right, first. all right. Well... Okay, so <laughs> this is a weird yeah, direction. No, no. I'm just going to start. Now, now I'm worried. Yeah, it, okay. Maybe, uh, maybe the mystery gave me a little cover. Because I've been doing a lot of physical labor and moving, I've uh, been listening to like a lot of podcasts. Are we, we going to listen to Men at Work? No, no, no. So, yeah, okay. That's a good idea. Uh, or the Move the fr- Refrigerator's Dire Straits, right? Yeah. Anyway, who cares? All right. What, what I what I All want right, what, to talk about are one of these three records. Okay. Here we go. Hit me. Number one, Get in the Van by Henry Rollins. Mm. Right? I saw Henry Rollins live in like 1990. You know, or in early the 90s. He, he was on the live show. I always loved Henry. Wait, was it a like music or was it spoken word? It was music. He opened okay. Rollins Band opened for Jane's Addiction. Oh wow! Okay, nice, tour. nice. That's good. Because I saw some kind of spoken word thing that I was just like, 
at the time super into and I, I yeah. bought some of his books and I was like yeah I'm gonna do that too and like uh, I mean yeah. that's embarrassing I never saw him do spoken I saw Jello Biafra do spoken word but I never saw Henry do spoken word so Get in the Van okay, so, is so an Ronald, audio which book. one did you pick sorry it's called Get in the Van and it's an audio book get in book. the van it's an right. audio book right amazing you wanna do a spoken word okay. yes okay. I, I love this audio book it's so All good right. It's there's so many good stories about Black Flag and fucking that era of like how long is it? I don't know, four hours or something. Listen, yeah, no, we're not going to do that one. What's oh, next? come on. That's not what I want to do. <laughs> Fuck you. Well, okay, get ready because the next one is. <laughs> All right, what's next? The next what's one next? is that Jello Biafra. Um, what is it? The one with the toilet on the cover. I blow minds I for a living. I blow minds for a living. That's Man, the next I haven't pick. heard. That's the tour I saw him on. Yeah. It. Okay, so we got that's the next Rollins pick. spoken word, yep. Jello Biafra yep. spoken word. And then All the right, last what's next? one is that. Um, that William Burroughs, Kurt Cobain, like, oh man! Sw- okay. Listen, you pick one of them. I, I was just trying to find one more in the theme. I'm not saying like that's a great record we need to listen to. Anyway, well, I, my right. pick so is get in the, do the Rollins. One, right? I do because so, oh man, because I think Henry Rollins. There's a lot there to talk about, and then there's great Black Flag stories. Sure, and that's what I want to talk about. All right. But listen, so, Jelly so Biafra. There's me, a lot let me, there too. Let me tell you what so, I'm thinking here. Yeah. But the none Burroughs, of it is Kirk music. One, so. I remember not liking back then. I don't think I'm going to like okay, it now. Okay, fuck That's that one. Yep. <laughs> the Jello Biafra one, I Blow Minds for a Living. Yeah. Double, double vinyl. Yep. I had it on double vinyl. Yep, at least. I mean, that's a good one. I okay. would love to revisit it. Okay, okay. Because I did go see him. Hold on, hold on. I did go see him live touring in support of that. Yep. Wow. Um, yeah. That's amazing, But I man. think, I think oh, since you want to do then. Henry, I and don't I don't know. know this one. Okay. I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna I'm gonna, so I'm gonna go down down the path. I don't know that much about Black Flag, um, so let's learn. Okay, man. Yeah, it's a good. So one. I'm, I'm picking choice van. number one. Get in the van, and I Get think it's like van. unabridged. I love it, man. It's so good to listen to him talk about all this like traveling around the country and just fucking garbage. And playing shit shows and getting fucked up. It's really good. I like it a lot. <laughs> well, it's, it's, you know, within the scope of this podcast, we've covered a lot of the 90s yeah, and yeah. a shade of the early 2000s. Right. But, you know, let's go back to 80 to yeah, 84, sure. 85, like the yep. foundational American, especially West Coast punk yeah. era. Seems interesting yeah. to me. But, I mean, it's really the beginning of, like, DIY for me is, like, we don't, there's no, uh, uh, like precedent for touring like this around the country sure. as this kind of band. We're just fucking making it up and playing yeah. bullshit venues and well, with and, nothing. and since everything we do on this podcast is in some way related to like personal experience, you know, we're in the, we're recording in the month of July. I know this episode is going to be released later, but we're recording in the month of July and Jay and I actually met at like summer camp, summer art camp. <laughs> In summer of 92, <laughs> in the month of July. I think we played yeah. in a band before we even were sort of friends? Is that yeah, true? we were we were in a band. Our, our mutual friend Josh got us into a band together, oh my God. and that's what kind of made us friends. Although yeah, you did throw an apple true. at my head on the first day. So yeah, but that was just... Um, that would have thrown it at anybody who was... Yeah, I was just a random person to receive I an mean, apple. That's fine. <laughs> I was just um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but where I'm going with this, I remember yes. you and Josh yes. just singing... TV party oh sure over and over and That's over and I had never I didn't know learn. Black Flag at that point because <laughs> I was like and California Uber Alice that was the other song we played incessantly 
TV Because I knew those. Tonight. I knew the chords, and I was like, yeah, this one I'm going to play. <laughs> both chords. You got both, you got both chords down. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what's great about that music, though, honestly, is like you can do it. And impress your friends and be like, yeah, let's start a band because I can play. No, I, I had can never play TV played drums party. before. But you guys were just like, hit these things and it's something that yeah, resembles a rhythm it, and you'll be fine. And I was like, boom, boom, boom. Yes. And then I was a drummer. Oh, you know? that was great. Yeah. Lots no, I, I have lots of fond memories for Black Flag, even though they have <laughs> never actually been a band I was into. It's true. Weirdly. It's true. No, I'm I just, agree. They're just always like on the margins. Henry Rollins yes. is always there. Yes. Like, I, you know, yes. like. I appreciate like I have a huge relationship to Black Flag and Henry Rollins without ever spending much time with their music. So I'm, yeah. I'm interested in this audiobook. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I know you're gonna love it. Awesome. All right. I'm psyched. I'm gonna go listen to it right now. I love it. I want an right. excuse to listen to it again. I have been a little bit, but is it? Uh, I want to talk with you about it. iTunes or Audible. Where can our listeners find uh, this audiobook? I definitely got it from. I mean, it's definitely gonna be on Audible. I think I just got it from iTunes. Um, okay. Oh, did I? Let's see here. Or you know what? I bet it's on. I bet it's even on YouTube. Just the audio. You know, at this point, it's oh, been out yeah. a long time. Internet. All right, get in the van. Henry Rollins is next week's episode. We're doing a special weird audiobook. Uh, oh, it's on podcast. Amazon Music. If you have a Prime, I think is that true? Oh no, no, no. Sorry, you have to get the uh, MP3. You could buy the okay. MP3 there. Sorry. Um, anyway, it's right. easy to find. Any uh, any final notes? Oh, any corrections that we need to share with the audience before we get out of here? No, nothing. Okay, have a great time. No, nothing. Music. That is a great segue. Hopefully, I would love to play my favorite track from Cruise Your Illusion. Let's play out this episode oh, on the song called "No Nothing, My Shelter." 